The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters. This is our fifth episode. Holy shit. Indeed. Five. This is uh, Groots. Fuck you, Hunter. And we have our special guest today, uh, my lovely lady, Yankee Blue Jeans. I, I think it's stuck now, yeah. You We're can going just with... go ahead and call me Yankee Blue Jeans. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Jody is here, um, and we are going to talk about Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter today. Holy shit. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, this was a fun little movie that came out in 2002 out of Canada. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it yeah. really did. Um, it really seemed like it came out maybe eight years prior. <laughs> it feels like an early 90s it has a trauma 90, movie. Yeah, it has a 90s flavor to it between the styles, the way it's shot, just overall, maybe some of the music. Yeah. Yeah. So it it, it looked like it, it was definitely shot on video. And cost no about, doubt about that. Cost about twelve dollars to make. <laughs> that audio, though, I just want to talk about that audio. Oh, like, yeah, they, syncs up just right. That ADR every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's There's some, not times when they stop talking and yet they're still talking at all. So flawless. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is some professional ADR. I think one point I asked is: Is a foreign movie? In which the response was, "What's." From Canada, <laughs> <laughs> it was just really, really badly made, but it's such a fun movie. It really is. It definitely goes directions I was not expecting. I can say that much. So, so uh, anyway, for for folks that are kind of coming into this podcast now, here at Beautiful Disasters, we just kind of go over bad movies, cheesy flicks that maybe haven't been seen much, if at all, <laughs> and uh, we take a look at some of these movies. And shoot the shit about them. That's know? right. And I think actually this one, uh, both of y'all had actually already seen it, and I was the uh, victim uh, experiencing it this time. Where right. Yeah. A couple of time, a couple of these we've had it where none of us have seen it, or one of us has seen it, but this one I was the only person in the room that had not seen it. So. Well, I will. Uh, I will out myself as 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 the nerd who saw this in the early two thousands. Um, from one of my good buddies, uh, Carl, in the uh, in the LARP community that I was that I was part of at the time. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that last part? Oh of yeah, what yeah, yeah. That was. Yeah, I, I used to play live action role playing <laughs> vampire. In my oh, in my, my early man. days, I didn't realize this was a confessional podcast. I thought we were just going to talk about it. The just movies, became, so. but All you right. know. I mean, I consent to fuck a larper. Like that's worse. I, you know. Wait. So you had this information. You said, said, "All right, I'm good to go." She somehow still married me. So did you propose I, to her in the outfit or? No, no, no. But I still have some, you know, hidden away in storage somewhere. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> in any case, yeah, I saw it on VHS, which I believe you did as well. Yes, if memory serves, I saw it many years ago, which it's amazing that this movie could make its way to where I was. In the butthole of central <laughs> Appalachia, just like how it made its way to us and how it circulated through all of our friends down there is really 
something to to speak of. It's very beautiful. Make, makes me feel a little slack that I haven't seen it when literally it got to the far reaches of where you were. <laughs> well, even back in 2002, there still was a lot of content. That's true. We didn't have Netflix, but there was a lot. Um, but it, what that does mean, Jody, is that you were obviously hanging out with the right motherfuckers. Oh, you're too kind. So, yeah. This comes uh, from the guy that was LARPing, though, right? So. Uh, well, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> I mean, it, it did have vampire in the title. That's true. So, you know. But, no, yeah, my buddy Carl's cool as fuck, and uh, this was a great movie. That was a nice surprise and, and definitely uh, hit that that vein, that perfect vein, mainlined <laughs> that, that cult movie, you know, right into my bloodstream. So anyway, let's talk a little bit about um, the actual plot. No, as much as we can. <laughs> there's not a whole Do lot. We, yeah. <laughs> no, there's so much. There's like too much. There's, it's... there's a lot of awesome stuff in this movie. Yes. A little bit of plot. A lot of awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, the basic gist is that there's a bunch of, like, punk rock, cool religious dudes that uh, figure out, the, what, that the lesbians are going missing? Yep, yep. Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to figure out the uh, mystery to missing lesbians right. in this small community and how that could happen. Apparently, big lesbian community, <laughs> so. Um, I believe the direct quote that I wrote down was... Where have all our lesbians gone? <laughs> Indeed. And uh, it, it turns out that there are daywalking vampires preying upon... How is this possible? Preying upon these lesbians. <laughs> and, you know, we've got we've got one priest with liberty spikes. Which is fucking awesome, by the way. Which is fucking awesome. Again, if I saw a priest like that, I might... You know what? I might check that shit out. And can we address that at one point they make him a custom motorcycle helmet that is split out down the middle for his Liberty Spikes and probably could not pass any safety tests at all. But it looks righteous as That's fuck. right. Because you, so. you don't want to fuck up his hair. Like, hey, you know, that motherfucker rock. was riding with Jesus. That's right. All right. I think it says no something fear. like that on his helmet, but I can't remember. Yeah, it was like live to ride, ride to live. Yeah, yeah. Or live to pray. Preach, brother. Pray Preach. to live. That's right. That's what it was. So he and one other one other brother in in the cloth <laughs> go and uh, they got to seek out Jesus because like this is a fucking problem, you know. Canadian Jesus needs to fucking please help. Jesus help the missing lesbians. So he finds Jesus giving maybe a lesbian a, uh, <laughs> a baptism in the sea or in the lake, <laughs> Lake Ontario. From yeah, I was gonna say, did we figure out where that was? It, you know. <laughs> what I appreciate is he's doing the baptism, he sees them, and just dumps her in the fucking water. He's like, all right, well, I've done you, I've done the baptism, now fucking go swim, I'm gonna talk to my, like, Get cool it. homies. And they commiserate for a second, like, hey, there's, there's a fucking problem going on. And then, lo and behold, three badass, like, day-walking vampire chicks show up <laughs> and start, start fucking up Jesus. Um... To be exact, they pretty quickly kick Jesus in the nards. In I think this is our first the move, nuts. yeah. That is that's harsh, man. Kicked him in the dick. Hey, it's Jesus. Got to go right for the weak you know? spot, all right? And uh, yeah, so so a rumble ensues <laughs> with, and let me just say about this movie's fight choreography. Wow, it's on point, man. I mean, Jackie Chan ain't got shit on. How bad this is. There's no <laughs> spots, there's no gaps from the fist to the face. It looks so authentic. It looks so real. And in fast motion. Definitely not any slow motion Indeed. punches or kicks. So, I was pleased with that. 
So the rumble ensues. The head vampire chick goes off and chases down the other two priests who Jesus yelled at. Be like, oh, bless the fucking lake. (laughs) The whole lake. So we can use the fucking water (laughs) to kill these vampire bitches. And uh, they bless the water, but she offs them. And Liberty Spike Jesus was, or Liberty Spike Priest was gone so soon. He was. We barely knew him. I wanted more of his backstory, so. I know, man. He had a GBH back patch. Seriously. I was like, dude, this guy gets down. He probably could have fought if he wanted to. So. A side note, I feel like they, that was a friend of the director and he's like, I'll do your, I'll do your movie, whatever part, but I'm not changing my hair or anything. I'm literally, we'll put on the father collar. Nothing else fucking changes. I want to be fucking punk rock. So. And it works in this movie. So, the fight ends. Jesus is like, oh shit. Alright, I gotta I gotta deal with this problem. <laughs> Both my priest uh, buddies are dead. What am I gonna do? Alright, I gotta go I gotta go see this other brother about it. So he goes uh, to see like the kinda cool afro dude. That's right. Right? He's wearing shades. He looks pretty pretty laid back. Yeah, yeah. And I think he gets a makeover. I was about to say, is this before or after he cuts his hair and gets piercings? Oh, yeah. No, this is we get to the montage. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Montage, first montage makeover before he got dressed. Yeah. But that that comes a little later. So, he's still in robes, but he gets like kind of like a punk rock buzz cut, and he gets two hoop earrings pierced. Beard gets taken off. Beard comes off. Is it too granular to address what's happening musically while this is going on? The beatnik just recitation of the books of the Bible? Whispering each book? Right. Yeah, that, that song was pretty amazing. And uh, the people in town dig him. You know? Oh, yeah. They're like, they're super taken with him. He he goes off, like this big like montage scene. He like heals a crippled bitch. You know, bitches like, plural actually. Bitches yeah, there plural. was plenty of bitches that needed. There was healing. a murdered person he brought back to life. Uh, that, oh, yeah, that's right. The cops like stand away from the body, and Jesus like and meanwhile, fuck this, I got it. Meanwhile, we had that like little hot girl dancing team. Yeah, kind of was... like in those mod outfits. I will say there was one part part though where one of them takes a child and just leads them off and with the lollipop. With the lollipop, and they never get back to that scene so no it, that might have been a rogue uh chick working just like well this is my opportunity they're all dancing and playing around yeah here what kid you want a lie pop and we never see that chick or that kid ever again exactly and jesus did do the hopscotch though yeah yeah he did but yeah <laughs> god damn it so you know he he meets with the black priest you know who's kind of cool and uh, is that when they go to uh, Straight Shooters, the uh, Jesus Hangout, the yeah. Canadian Hooters? I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Canadian Hooters. Canadian Hooters. Jesus is top spot. That's that he goes there multiple times in the movie. So. Yeah, and apparently the servers they they don't let you finish your food. They just <laughs> no, they don't. You. <laughs> this is the scene where we actually fully reckon with G- the level of Jesus's accent as well, because he says oh, yeah. "bean" oh, yeah. like nineteen times yeah. in this scene. <laughs> but. Then he realizes, okay, all right, the, these vampires, they're serious fucking business. So he goes to the wood store to get some fucking, <laughs> some fucking, like, logs. Yeah, comes out of a store. Because he needs to make steaks. Yeah. He's like, no, I, I need wood for steaks. So he goes and does. But on his way back from the wood store. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> a Jeep Wrangler pulls out. And two suave, goth-looking motherfucking atheists get out. Oh, and they're man. like, hey, 
we're atheists. <laughs> we don't believe in you. We're going to fuck you up. And then the techno starts. Yeah, because atheists love techno music when they're fighting. So. Indeed. So, and then the Jeep Wrangler, the atheist Jeep Wrangler <laughs> explodes into a clown militant car. clown car. I can't, I think, was it like 40 atheists that come out of that thing? It was like eight at a time, and it was yeah. five waves. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was a lot, dude. And it was just wave after wave, and they surround him in this, like, <laughs> fucking public park. Yeah. And he just owns all of them, like... Takes them all the fuck one, out. One, two, three, four, and boom. Wave after wave after wave. Doesn't matter what type of atheist you are, if you're just regular jean jacket atheist, if you're afro atheist, Goddamn right. dread punk rock atheist, he doesn't care. He'll take your shit out. We had a hockey jersey atheist for Kevin Smith. That's right. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> the dread atheist actually had some fucking like, uh, you know, like, like flips and shit, and he flipped his fucking dreads into Jesus's face. He did dread wh- dread whip a bitch. He did. Uh, it, it, there it was hurt. some. I thought there was gonna be some Bono way fighting, but yeah, it was pretty fucking awesome. But so. you know what, Jesus, uh, he wasn't having it. <laughs> and then, uh, then they brought out the big gun, who was uh, some martial arts dude. With, oh, a, with, a, with a bow stick. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Which, again, I think I mentioned it was more of the Darth Maul, let me show you what I can do before I actually can do anything to you, or right. let me do some crazy shit. And oh, yeah, he did all kinds of flips and twirls and shit. Very impressive before very, he actually made actual contact nice with Nice form. Jesus. And then and then he just, like, gets ready to fight, and Jesus just kicks him in the face. It's like Jesus did the Indiana Jones thing, where yeah. the guy's throwing the sword around and just... Pulls out, you know, Indiana Jones pulls out the gun. Jesus pretty much did that with a kick to the face. Like, yeah, nice moves. Bye, bitch. And then the two head atheists, all right, it's like, oh, we got to take care of business. And he dispatches them relatively quickly. So this entire scene was Jesus just basically beating up atheists. Yeah. He wasn't trying, he wasn't trying to fight them, but they wanted to fight him. And then he walks through a field of their crumpled bodies, which I found very entertaining. He leaves them on the ground just like. Serves you right, atheists. <laughs> God damn it. So. <laughs> so I guess then we get to where he goes back to uh, his um, hangout spot, the shitty apartment that, you know, is going to do all right. And that's when we run into uh, camo dress with. Oh, the, right. Uh, um, what's her name? Uh, something Magnum. Molly uh, Mary, Mary Magnum. Mary Magnum. Yeah. Right. She's the badass lesbian hitman for Christ. Yeah. Hit woman for Christ. It's a sentence you got to just say. Right. Because this movie's awesome. <laughs> Which they kind of had a little, she has a gun, he knocks the gun out, then he realizes, oh, you're you're on Team Jesus. You're yeah. not a vampire. Right. By the way, I just fought like 40 atheists. My back and my shoulders are bothering me. We need to have some sauna time. Right. So, <laughs> immediately from battling each other, they go to the sauna to have a little relaxation. So. Right. Yep, she's she's rubbing his shoulders a little bit. Uh, she pulls out the uh, archaic laptop <laughs> in the sauna. In the sauna, the compacts work better in the steam environment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? That's not gonna fuck up anything. So no, I take my no, laptop no. into the sauna all the time. You know, there's some exposition that doesn't matter at all. <laughs> and then, and then, she decides you're too conspicuous. So she puts on a, like, burgundy red freaking latex leathery jumpsuit <laughs> yeah. and says, we got to get you looking Some normal. Charlie's Angel shit. Yeah. yeah. 
So now we have makeover montage number two. We're what, like 30 minutes into the movie? We've hit makeover montage number two? Oh, yeah. Well, it's Jesus. I mean, he's, you know, he's old school. So it's going to take a little while for him to get him used to the 2000s or 90s or whatever time period this takes place in, you know. Right. Obviously, uh, the production's uh, favorite thrift store. <laughs> where we have some interesting finds, do we not? Holy shit, dude. I still can't figure out that why... What was in the 50-cent toy box, man? This So Mary Magnum is going through, while Jesus is checking out different outfits, she's going through the children's toy section and pulls out the most racist shit ever with a goddamn Tar Baby... What was it? Tar baby and toilet yep. salt and paper, pepper shaker. shaker. Which is salt again, and pepper shaker. Which again is in the kids' toy section. She's like, oh shit, this looks fucking hilarious. Jesus will love some racist shit. Like, so she grabs that while Jesus is busy, like, finding his outfits. So we get into what another, like, five minutes of him trying on really bad. Right. I think a point, a couple rave outfits, just, you know, a see how. A pimp suit. A pimp suit, yeah. yeah, just. A shirt laden with expletives. Because why not? Yeah, Let's why not? just try it on for some. And then after, I don't know, 30 outfits, then, hey, how about just a black shirt and jeans? Which I feel like you could have been your go-to the very beginning without the right. clown outfits. But, but like, at one point, she's dressing him like he's a child. Yeah. We're... She makes him raise his arms. He goes, up, up. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> turns into a 12-year-old that's just like, I don't want to put this on. And, like, no, you're going to just look, just going to wear this because you can't pick out a fucking outfit. And then uh, unnecessary sort of convenient exposition happens where <laughs> head vampire chick meets with the store owner who rhymes, like oh, rap God. rhymes everything. Like, oh. I think he was supposed to be like a jazz guy. But like a just, beatnik. Yeah. He's like yeah. a bad beatnik. Oh, it's terrible. I wish I wrote down more of the awful... He, every line he said was so fucking stupid. <laughs> the only one I wrote down, though, is after Jesus haggled... At the thrift shop for his clothes, because he gave him, what, $5? Guy's like, that shit's not gonna work. It's gonna be six or seven. But then Mary Magnum was like, how much for the racist fucking salt shakers? And to quote, he says, free as OJ. Which, <laughs> yep. There's so many things wrong with that whole setup there. I just, yeah. But, oh, that, that was kind of amazing. Yeah. So, free as OJ. All right, so let's see. What happens next? Uh, I believe he, they, no, they follow, they they get on their dirt bike and follow Vampire Chick. That's right, because she was in, she came into the thrift store. They, right? And they follow her to, to a hospital, and then they, they, they can't get in, so they climb underground. <laughs> into, into oh, yeah, the, to into, the duct system. Into these very well-lit duct system. <laughs> And then they they spy with their little eyes through a little vent. What's going on? But there's the mad fucking scientist guy. Oh yeah, with crazy eyes. With crazy eyes. He's got he's got a paunch. He's got like an open tracksuit and his tum tum hanging out, and then like one blue contact, and he is chewing the scenery oh, more God. than any actor I have seen in quite some time. He looked like the lead singer of Offspring, but out of shape. Like if you took the lead singer like with that really great like silly blonde hair and just like let him eat donuts all day, yeah. which they are in Canada, so he, probably he felt happened. to me like a low rent John Lithgow from the Adventures <laughs> yeah. of Buckaroo Bonsai. There you go, exactly. Because <laughs> he was. Just you talk about eating scenery, like holy shit! But uh, 
Yeah, so they're spying him basically operating on this cadaver, I guess a dead lesbian. And uh, It has to be. Yeah, dead lesbian. And he's taking skin off, and there's this little, little explanation, which makes no sense about how lesbian I, skin... Because I, I inquired earlier, how is it these vampires are able to walk around? They're daywalkers. Yeah. Like, how can this happen? And we find out we from fi- the doctor exactly how he's able to do this. As he just babbles and makes no sense and rubs what is ostensibly lesbian skin all over his face orgiastically. But that's how they go out in this day. Lesbian skin makes vampires invulnerable to the sun. So right. Fair enough. Yep. I didn't know that. Again, this... This is a educational film. Right. Like, exactly. I didn't realize, now I know, like, if I see a vampire around the day, like, oh, you've killed a lesbian, use her skin to keep yourself from burning I'm going to warn all my lesbian friends. Seriously. Be yeah. like, dude, watch out for vampires. They will fucking take your skin. <laughs> so, is this where we meet douche bro vampire? I was going to say, we, yeah. we also meet the douche. Yeah. Yeah. Head vampire chick meets with douche bro and the mad scientist and Jesus and Mary Magnum <laughs> are watching all this shit through this little fucking vent. <laughs> so then they end up going what up to the no. hold on hold on then because look the lesbians have made it very easy for douchebag vampire to find them because they just go to the lesbian uh drop in drop in center they've made it so easy for vampires to find because that's where all the lesbians in town go is the lesbian drop in center so douchebag Vampire and fucking crazy eyes vampire, I think, or was it just other vampire chick? No, it was just main vampire chick and douche bro went in and they just feast on these lesbians. Like, there's it's like, not fair, it's not fair. These lesbians went into the lesbian center not knowing they were going to be completely taken out by the vampires, they thought they were just hanging out at the lesbian center, so. right? Exactly. And the lesbian center is the stupidest thing <laughs> that I've ever seen. The stupidest safe do, place ever. How do we know, though, that lesbians are going to be comfortable in the lesbian center? Are there well, any can posters? I help? Can I help? Okay. Um, there's a but I'm a cheerleader poster, and there's a high <laughs> art poster, and that's how you know lesbians be here. Oh, man, uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know, something tells me that uh, that babes here in town should just rename themselves the Lesbian Drop-In Center. <laughs> yeah. Just the, stay away. Yeah, just, well, they got to be careful, because I don't know what the vi- vampire population is like here, but... They're, like, fa- they're far enough from Fallout. They're fine. All right, all right, good, um, good, good. But I love that the Lesbian Drop-In Center had the little pink triangle on the sign in case it wasn't, like, hitting you over the head hard enough. Yeah, and, like, you weren't really sure, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. But just then, like the Weezer song. So they, they chase up to the roof, right? And then they have, like, a brawl on the roof? Oh, yeah, that's uh-huh. right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the brawl on the roof between Jesus and Mary Magnum and... Uh, douche bro. Douche bro. Douche bro and head vampire chick. And we're basically... Gonna, we just call her Fallout Girl, because that just makes sense. That, that's okay, it. thank you. Totally yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, I think we can go with that. <laughs> and the forces of good get owned. Like, hard. Right? Yeah. Jesus gets his ass beat. By douche bro. And like really ass beat. And also, this is where we first see that Mary Magnum kinda has eyes for Fallout Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which maybe right. is why she was distracted enough to get her ass beat and her ass bit. Oh man. 
yeah. And now that. she's fucked up. She, you know, she's a vampire now, right? Jesus doesn't have his little sidekick. No. Fuck. Jesus like st- like stumbles out of there, and uh, where's he gonna go? I mean, he he's just wandering the streets like bloodied, <laughs> fucked up, you know. Priest walking down the street don't want to help him. Cop like I'm off the fucking job like an Aussie cop I guess. It's right? like they knew yeah yeah, and it's like they knew that he lost the battle with vampires and like you were cool like you know earlier the scene we were dancing with you Jesus but you fucking lost to the douchebag vampire so fuck off we don't we don't want your help now. And the most stereotypical low rent drag queen <laughs> with a dog. Picks him up, but she, takes him back and nurses him back to health. Yeah, thanks to yeah in lingerie. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't for her. We we I don't know. If Jesus would have made it through the night. So and honestly, like nothing untoward happened. It's just a kindly, very badly put together drag queen. God love her heart. And she kissed him on the forehead. Said, "What was it? Uh, Good night, sweet prince." Yeah, she wants to just take care of him. So yeah, yeah. God did it. <laughs> so he's. He's distraught. He's 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 in a low place. So he goes back to the fucking, you know, Canadian Hooters diner, right? Well, yeah, what was it? I fuck, I can't remember that. I can't either. Something's shooters. Hold on, straight shooters. Straight shooters. And he's got and a plate of food that he's kind of Yeah, he's got a plate of food he's kind of picking at and the the waitress, which I might add I think it's the hottest girl in the whole fucking story. Like she was kind of like a I would concur with you. Like a Persian, like I don't know, man. She was good looking. But she just picks his plate up like you weren't eating it anyway. Yeah, he's kind of picking at literally mid-fork going into the plate. Yeah, she's, she's like, like oh, looks like you're not eating it all the way. Oh, but I got this dessert for you. I didn't order dessert. What the fuck? <laughs> and then he gets a bowl of ice cream with cherries in it that starts talking to him because it's possessed by Dad. Dad. Yeah, it's God. The Lord God. Yeah. Well, yeah, Dad can, he, God can, you know, talk to you through whipped cream and cherries. That's his best, like, exactly. go-to, so... So, uh, you know, he has a little conversation with his dad and he's like, you need to deal with this situation and, you know, go talk to your mom or something. Right. Yeah. He's like, buck up, son. Like basically. Yeah. Get your shit together. You're embarrassing me. (laughs) Oh God. I think he seeks out help. He's lost his sidekick. He needs a new sidekick. That's what his dad tells him. Yeah. You need to go find Santos. Fuck yeah. Who is the baddest ass luchador Mexican overweight wrestler? I was gonna say, can we say was? Because I think by the time he meets up with Jesus, he's packed on a little. I don't think he's wrestling as frequently as he might have in the past. You know, like I think God might not have gotten updated on it. I just want to pause for a moment to take stock of the fact that in the past minute and a half. We have said that a talking bowl of charities <laughs> told Jesus. To go take up with a luchador, as you were. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Next scene is a small, single-engine plane flying into a local airport, not a major airport, lands, and a masked, overweight, heavyweight luchador walks out (laughs) with his uh, assistant, who is currently being mobbed by reporters, uh, meeting up with Jesus, and they're like, oh my god! Santos, they I don't give a fuck about Jesus. They're Jesus, like, like, get out of the shot, yeah, dude. Yeah, you're ruining the shot. <laughs> a big ass pimp Cadillac pulls up. They all get in. The manager dude touches assistant's ass. That, Everybody touches her. Yeah, ass. yeah, her ass is popular. 
<laughs> and that's like her whole purpose. Like I, I don't know what because what exactly was she assisting him with besides like no here's she my is, ass. She is the ass vessel. I was <laughs> like, she role. doesn't seem to do anything else for him. Be like, okay, well my ass is here. Just touch it real quick. She carried his luggage. There you go. Luggage carrier ass. Available. And that tiny, yeah. tiny fucking plane they were in, the, the they, almost one needed, her ass needed to balance out the plane. <laughs> exactly. Otherwise, you would have had to sit in the middle. <laughs> anyway, uh, some bullshit scenes happen, but oh no, they they go to the club next. Yeah, they go to the club exactly. Where the next big scene is the club. I'm naive, by the way. I'll admit this. Most of the time, when I listen to rockabilly music, I kind of listen for you know lyrics and kind of things like that. I didn't realize you could make a Rockabilly song of just non-lyrics and just sounds the entire time, which is what this movie taught me too, is you could just go and that is a Rockabilly song. Just do that over and over again with one mention of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep. So wait, what was this mother motherfucker's name? He was like Blind John the Blind, Leper? Blind Jimmy Leper. Yeah. <laughs> and guys, he... Is basically just an unwashed character on whom they have put Billy Bob teeth from your local Halloween store. <laughs> and he's blind. And Well, he's blind, yes. Yeah. He comes complete with a cane, which is going to be important later. <laughs> and he just hillbilly rockabilly scats for a whole song. And people are... They really like it. They're, They're digging like, it, man. This is like some genius shit. How did he come up with that? And we have a full house of hip-looking motherfuckers who are jiving to this shit, right? Damn right. They're looking for the CDs. They're like, this dude is going to be the next big thing. Everybody's up in here. There's like 30 people in this club. <laughs> Damn right. Well, 30 questionable people. So <laughs> find out. But Jesus... They get him up on stage. Oh, man, that was kind and of he, embarrassing. He do, he kind of does his own little, like, free jazz open mic thing, right? It does not go well. <laughs> it doesn't go well. Apparently, they are really upset about lyrics, too. Like, that was way too much for them to deal with. And yeah. he is... I wouldn't say they boot him off stage, but just about to the point where they're like, we fucking hate your music. I mean, everybody has a couple open mics where they bomb before they start hitting. This was that for Jesus, I really feel like. Jesus is a little overconfident. He's like, I'm Jesus. I'll go up there talk about, you know, Lord and Savior, make it sound kind of rockabilly. People will dig that shit. Nope. I'm going to disagree with you. He came in humble. He looked embarrassed. And he fell on his fucking face. So anyway. But the important part is that there's a big mirror behind the stage. And he he happens to turn. He looks in the mirror. And all he sees are his his Santos and uh, assistant. The assistant. assistant. Yeah. The ice vessel. He sees their reflections, but nobody else. So he's like, what the fuck? They're all fucking vampires. And he turns around. And the best fight scene of the movie, <laughs> the most over the top, is where the massacre of all the patrons, all the vampire patrons in this this place start happening with stakes. Drumsticks. Drumsticks. Yeah, because he jumps behind the drum kit and then uses that. He's like, fucking drumsticks. Let's start this shit up. Dude had a wooden crutch. He got offed. Santos kills one of them with a fucking toothpick. Toothpick murdering? Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, we had a toothpick, but more importantly, the blind lepers 
fucking blind man cane is used to stake a vampire. Yeah. Which, that vampire loses so many points being killed by a blind guy with the fucking cane. Right. Like, that's, you're going, yeah, you, you really should be embarrassed. We had fucking chairs. We had fucking plungers. That's like, fucking, right. oh, I forgot about the plunger. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have to say... Ounce for ounce, it's the most weapons I have ever seen used to kill vampires in a single scene. The former manager of Santos, who is taking a shit during the battles, um, Jesus takes one of the vampires into the bathroom to fight him, knocks him into the stall where the manager grabs the stake while taking a shit, stabs one of the vampires. And I gotta say, you know, that's kind of impressive. That's pretty Take a dump, kill a vampire at the same time. I can't say I can do that. Like, so. for, for my money... And I've watched all of Buffy. I have seen every type of vampire stabbing possible. Buffy is put to shame by this scene. I've said it. I've said it. No shitting while killing. That's right. It's a pretty impressive scene. So it is indeed. Uh, Okay, so there's. uh, I guess he has a little bit of downtime where he briefly talks to his mom. Who is a, who's just a little oh, yeah. little Mary figure that's lighting up. And he's, he's pretty just, annoyed by her, by the way. He's just like, like, yeah, Mom, I'm just trying to help some lesbians. <laughs> he was kind of Napoleon Dynamite about it. Like, yeah. God, stop bothering me with this. Oh, like, really irritated that Mom's... Like, Dad with the whipped cream was a little bit, but Mom with the light device was just... He was like, he's fucking done. Like, yeah, I look, I've made some... I look, I've kicked some atheist ass. I've taken out some fucking vampires. Like, stop giving me shit. And then he gets a knock on the door. Right. And it's it's Mary Magnum. She's back. Now, this is where it's a little weird. Jesus saw her die. He fucking rolled out. She shows up. She's like, oh, she's back. Cool. I guess she's not dead and she's totally going to be all right. Opens the door. Nope. Bad idea. She's a vampire now. She's a vampire. And she's with douche bro vampire and head, what, what were we calling her? Fallout Fall girl. Fallout girl, yeah. <laughs> and so the three of them overpower Jesus, which makes sense. You know. uh, they're not atheists. They're stronger than atheists. Right, exactly. So then we are... I think we're in the junkyard at this point. We're at the finale scene. Oh, Which is some man. shit. Which is basically, they've got Jesus strung up between a car and, I don't know, two cars, whatever. And they're going to... Two Hondas, I think. Yeah, something like that. They're gonna, they're gonna <laughs> All dr- the lesbians drive Hondas, by the way, just so we're clear. <laughs> they're going to so draw they got a ton of them then. Yeah, they don't have Subarus in Can- Canada, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But they're going to draw and quarter him with Hondas. And, uh, Which is a mild threat, by the way. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, that's about to happen. But fucking Santos shows up to break it up. Big think, ass fight ensues, right? That's right. Well, I think they had captured him, but Santos, they thought chains would fucking hold Santos. That's and he's like, bitch, please, I'm Santos. I'll fucking break these chains. That's I can right. do, I can break chains. I can eat rope. I can fucking do all kinds of shit. That's right. <laughs> and he fucking powers his way through. <laughs> fucking breaks the chains, eats Jesus' rope. I know which sounds weird, but he literally takes a chomp, rips that shit open, fucking yep. saves Jesus. So, I do want to uh, share the one quote that I wrote down from Douche Vampire in the final (laughs) fight, which was when he leaned over Jesus and growled, it's not every day you get to commit deicide. Oh, yeah. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. So, the big big rumble happens. Well, Uh, there's rumbling, but then somehow 
somebody leaked a little info because we get a news reporter showing up. That's to, right. Yeah, breaking news: Jesus versus vampires. Which you know what? If I if that's on my news channel. I'm fucking tuning in. That's ratings gold right there, goddamn. That, that was Fox Street. News for sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. This just in: Jesus fighting vampires. And, and I, guess, I guess the whole reason for that scene too was that evil scientist motherfucker was watching it live, and Jesus shows up in his operating room. That's right. To fight him too. He's like, "How can you be in two places at once?" And he's like, "I am everywhere." Why didn't he use his skill earlier? Like yeah. I, I know he he should. There's like, like five. Of he them. can split himself up, but he can't figure out not to answer the door with the chick. He that's obviously a vampire. Right. It's just he kind of goes back and forth. Fair enough. I mean, I pointed out at one point we had that whole musical number where he healed people with like sprained ankles and shit. I have it on good authority. He can heal the blind and lepers. Yet the dude in the club, he just let him go. Yeah, whatever. All right, fine. Fair enough. Well, you know. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you remember he healed a dead guy. There was a dead guy. Didn't matter. (laughs) Nope. Jesus is kind of picky in this movie. So, (laughs) him fighting this this fucking over-the-top insane surgery dude is fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Dude starts pulling out, like... Pulled out because he's working on a lesbian at the time. Yeah. Pulls out her fucking uh, intestines. intestines. And is like straight up like there are chains or I thought it was I thought it'd be nunchucks but a little long but just starts hitting fucking Jesus with some fucking intestines. Apparently that shit can fucking hurt. And then he pulls out uh, kidneys and uses them as like brass knuckles, <laughs> punching them. Like, do, 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 do. <laughs> and to the credit of the actor who played Jesus, like he genu- genuinely had like an ew, gross yeah. face the entire time. Every time those intestines slap him, he's like ew, ew. Then Jesus grabs a knife. And he's like, I'm going to make this shit end. And fucking slashes fucking crazy doctor vampire's throat. And he's just like, yeah, but you know what? I want to remind this motherfucker that I'm Jesus. So right after he slashes throat, he heals his throat. Yeah. Like, there's so many people he doesn't help out, but he slashes his throat and then heals them just to be like, yeah, remember? Yeah. And he says some biblical law. You the got quote th- is, not even this separates you from my love. <laughs> His evil's like, I still forgive you. And then dude attacks him again. Yeah. The guy's like, well, runs over to the body, finds some other something else. And like, yeah, like, like, thanks, Jesus. That's when he gets the heart and sucks on it for power. That's right. And then, yeah. Yeah, he sucks on the power and then it's like, fuck you, Jesus. I don't care that you saved me. I'm going to fucking kill you. And yeah. And then Jesus has to finish him off. And it's like, all right, well, and fair yeah. enough. You don't need, you're not going to get healed a second time. Yeah, yeah. You had your chance, <laughs> motherfucker. Everybody gets one. Yeah. But meanwhile, in the fucking junkyard, Jesus and Douchebro are hopping over car hoods. We didn't bring up, by the way, the betrayal. We find out Cool Shades Priest, he's working for the oh, other yeah. team. We forgot about that betrayal. That's, that's right, that's right. Yeah. He so he's fighting douchebag vampire. He's also fighting cool douchebag or cool shades priest who's playing for the other team. That's, he's fully Judas at this point. Yeah, yeah, like, that, I'm he, being yeah. He shows reveal. off the bike marks. He shows off the he's bike like, marks. You're a sucker, Jesus. Yeah, man. <laughs> you promised everlasting life. They do too. You know, all this shit. Whatever. Immortality. So they Jesus, I guess, too. is having to fight douchebag and shades and like everything. Man. Yeah. 
It's all happening. You know, there's there's two weird juggalo looking wrestler chicks. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. They come out of trunks and they the cars. They come out of like wreck car trunks <laughs> yes. and start fighting Santos. They're like luchador juggalo bitches and one of them has this like bodysuit on that has like a spider web cut out belly that is the trashiest like, <laughs> most magical Yeah, like rejected thing. like North Carolina stripper clothes that yeah. like they're just like put this on and the clown weird mask and just start fighting Santos. Yep. So, yeah, that's a bunch of fun. At one point, Jesus breaks off two windshield wipers <laughs> oh, yeah. to make a cross He's out like, of them. Yeah, bitch. And I think douchebag vampire for a second's like, oh, that looks sort of like a cross. And then it was like, and he's like, they're windshield wipers. Yeah, you, what are you doing, man? <laughs> and then this he's, is amateur hour. And then he smacks Jesus in the face with them. Yeah, he which does. is pretty funny. Yeah. So. Uh, Santos overcomes his, uh, his juggalette ad- adversaries, uh, and straight up, like, I think elbow drops them, like, he, but, but, shades, shades, yeah, we'll just call him and, shades, and douche, douche bro, vampire, overpower Jesus, and he gets staked, ah, Jesus gets staked in the heart. I thought that's where the movie was going to end. And I was like, oh, damn, I guess he's going to have to call on this other Jesus that was fighting that other guy to come... <laughs> I, I figured he the other dude would fill in. And the shitty fake blood flows like no other. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, no. oh, yeah. Where it looks like there's somebody that was in charge of just squirting blood into the actor of Jesus' yeah. face over and over again. Just to make sure he knew there's a lot of blood that comes from a steak. Ex- exactly. <laughs> but then the steak is pulled. And the divine light of the Lord. Is that what it was? Shines. Because it was daylight. No, the sun went down... Because we needed to be able to see the light coming, there you go. All coming right. out of Jesus's chest, and then like the special effects scene put a light into Jesus's chest in the stake hole, and he shined it at people. Which we kind of credited. This movie came out before Iron Man, very much. Oh yeah, very much placement and kind of the same as Iron Man. Oh yeah, yeah. And this predates Iron Man by at least That's right. eight to ten years. It was the holy arc reactor. That's right. Jesus goes full on this little light of mine, and boy does he let it shine. <laughs> <laughs> he fucks their shit up. He does. So uh, I'm sorry, guys. Like the long and short of it is that he he does douche bro and shades. Yep. He, yeah. With the it, with the light of the Lord. I did, by the way. Did, she maybe could have done that earlier and not, you know, like, he had a whole club full of them and had all thing, but, you know, at least now he's taking care of it. So he didn't I, get staked then, bro. That's true. But can he just, like, kind of poke himself in the arm I, and I, had a little I bit guess. of light come I mean, out? They did have toothpicks. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, it could have just been a little Seems like he had a few things just to stab himself and be like, light, dead, good. In his defense, he may not have known <laughs> that this could be a thing. This may be his new, like, found superpower. Yeah, like, so whipped cream god didn't ever disclose, disclose yeah, that yeah. to him. So. so he vanquishes the enemy. <clears throat> and everything is calm. Now, we have uh, Santos's, you know, <laughs> lesbian love interest that is fucked up. He, which he, I guess he kind of claimed because he put one of his masks you know, on her. We didn't even talk about a Mary Magnum. Vampire Mary Magnum was like driving around with a, the fucking dirt bike trying, oh, yeah, trying we to get Jesus about the that. whole time. Santos fucking just what? Like clotheslined her. Clotheslined her hard, man. Oh, was, yeah. So, you know, like the dudes that he shined the light on are turned into ash or yeah. dust. and But the everybody else is down for the count. And then Jesus in his benevolence heals them all 
removes their vampirism. <laughs> I think he's just kind of doing a teeth check more than anything else. Dumb. Oh, we're just doing praise hand. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, oh, Jody was just praise hand. Uh, and then... Just, and just like that, they're healed. And just like that, they're healed. And and we know that they're healed because everybody pulls up their faces and, to expose their teeth. Yeah, Jesus isn't kind of like slightly. He's like pushing their mouths up, just yeah. like, oh, yep, nope, no, no vampire teeth. All right, good. And Mary Magnum's like, hey, can you... Can you heal, like, you know, Fallout Girl over there? Because I kind of have eyes for her. And he's like, oh, damn it. Because up to that point, I thought, geez, all right, this is where Jesus, he's going to, he's got, you know, the hero gets a girl in the end. That's That's clearly what Jesus thought. (laughs) That is. And that moment where she's like, she's like, hey, baby, can you, like, this girl over here, though? And the look on his face is is like, really? Classic. Damn it. So, yeah, he heals her. They have lesbian love. Fallout Girl, or, yeah, she's good. The lesbian that Santos had eyes for says, or no, Jesus says to her, Maggie, aren't you a lesbian? She says, no, I'm bi. And Santos is like, yes! Yeah, they kind of high five, but Jesus is very excited about finding out that she's bi. Not that he judges. (laughs) And that's pretty much it. I mean... No, that's not it. Oh, no, 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 of course not. Not the song. Please talk about the song. Well, I was going to say before even the song that as Santos now with his new love, it's a two-person plane. It's only Santos Santos and the the assistant. She's fucked. She can't go on the plane. That's right. So she's just going to hang out with Jesus. And then we learn what Jesus is really into. A little Sir Mix-a-Lot going on with the big butts. Because she has the biggest fucking ass in the movie. And yep. guys, we fucking pan down, and he is making biscuits on that ass <laughs> in a way that is stressful. He's not sort of accidentally. He's straight up grabbing it going, yep. Jesus likes some big ass. Yep, she, yeah, he's all about it. <laughs> Santos rides off into the uh, sunset on the, in the little plane with, his, with, with Maggie. And then we have... The sort of motivational speech by Jesus at the yes. very end. Oh, yeah. With a big sea of people out in the same public park he beat up all the atheists in. Yeah. Same one. And, uh, and he's kind of laid back this time, too. He's, he's got the back. shades on. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got a whole new outfit on. He's like, yeah, I learned some shit, but I'm like, he kind of looks like he just came out of watching The Matrix. Like, right. like literally, the, I'm, I'm, I'm Neo. But exactly. Yeah, which it wouldn't is, be that far. You well, know, honestly, Jesus. I mean, I would say this movie is better than the Matrix sequels. So there you go. There you we're, go. Yeah. We're kind of like you know Jesus, you know, all over the place. But uh, yeah, so he has this little message, you know, you know, love thy neighbor, all that kind of shit. And yeah. people, people now because earlier they didn't give a fuck about him because right. once you take out some fucking vampires, Jesus became cool again, and that's, that's why it. everybody wanted to come out and hear a cool Jesus talk. Well, and that's what Fallout Girl is in the crowd with Mary Magnum, and they inexplicably now have a Dalmatian together, and everybody's fucking into what's happening. Apparently, yeah. they, they must have already moved in. I yeah. hear that happens quickly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. They, well, if they had met, they would have been at the lesbian center there, so it was there, hanging out at the park, then lesbian center. Right. That's the main two areas that they could go to. And so. it might be close for renovations, because shit got weird in there. <laughs> that is true. So. There was a lot of dead lesbians. They might have shut down the dead lesbian center, or well, lesbian yeah. center. So then, the song. Oh, my God. Then the final musical number of the production occurs. Holy shit. It's 
definitely a fucking awesome esque like almost 80s style oh, it's very 80s like hair band oh it's, it, that, that song was I, d- I don't remember the chorus but i do oh well oh, please oh, oh. please do share it says it's all good it's all right everybody gets laid tonight yeah that's pretty as 80s as you can get that's, for uh-huh. a late 90s movie yeah that, you know that seems like it should follow a, a jesus speech so. <laughs> yeah yeah there you go jesus teach everybody about kindness and stuff like that and then 80s song about getting laid yeah. I, yep. I i yeah makes complete sense and credits roll so i like too is once the credits roll you've got outtakes so, yeah, fuck yeah. They do. there yeah. was some Good silliness ones. yeah there's some silliness there you see you find out that the uh Mary Magnum on the uh, dirt bike was actually a stunt double. There you go. Um, you see her grabbing his fake tits, which is super cute. Yeah. You find out that uh, Jesus, not the best pro skater, as they keep trying to have him jump on the skateboard during the singing montage scene. <laughs> right. So, But yeah, overall, I appreciate the outtakes, you know. Yeah, I want to say a couple things from the credits that I, I thought was interesting. Um, special effects were done by the Goo Goo Muck Creature Shop. <laughs> nice little cramps reference there. And then the uh, we had commented during Blind Jimmy Lepper's little scat performance. <laughs> I believe it was Jody that said, did he say... Somebody said it was... Yeah, no, it was, it was me. I was, yeah, was that was, Obi-Wan Kenobi? I was like, I think he just said Obi-Wan, but I could just be reading into that, because well, it was, was a lot of gibberish. It was actually credited as the Star Wars scat. There you in, go. In the credits. And I was like, okay. I might have to go back and listen. There might be like a Yoda, Jabba... Probably. But this movie was a fucking riot. I remember loving it when I first saw it. It holds up. It's It's so trashy fun, you know. I got nothing but good things to say. I have to say, uh, like, this was one of the first trash movies that kind of came into my life before I started being around Anthony a lot and being exposed to a barrage of constant trash. Um, but you mean the movies we cover on here? Yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, all for the better. But this was one I found on my own, so it's special to me. And this was actually... Um, before the podcast started, before, you know, Anthony started having events centered around movies at public places, when we had movie nights at our house, this was the first one that we felt compelled to show people because this shit is bonkers. Hunter. Yes. This is your first time seeing it, please. Oh, there's going to be repeat viewings of this. This, I thoroughly enjoyed it. This is honestly kind of like more of the this is the theme of what we do is movies like this where it's just nonsense on top of nonsense but amazing bad dubbing dialogue action scenes it's i'm yeah i was definitely pleased with this we didn't even talk about the little like bat signal crucifixes oh yeah we completely (laughs) forgot about that the little cut scenes with the little crucifix spins around that was fucking awesome somebody was editing the movie and was just like you know what we need. Yeah. <laughs> and it only probably took like 10 minutes. Give yeah. me a crucifix, spin it around on the board. Just, yeah. All right, there you go. Oh, my God. So, wow. all right. Well, let's let's get towards wrapping up here. All right. So, if you were going to pair this movie with another movie at a double feature, what would it be? Hmm. I have a serious one, and then I'm trying to think of a non-serious one. So... <laughs> 
Well, I would say if if I was going to pair this with another movie, Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. <laughs> what would I pair this with? I just had it, just had it in my brain too. I'll just go with the Canadian flavor, and then um, honestly, I'd watch Hobo with a Shotgun. And nice. then watch this, because they're both Canadian productions, okay. and they both don't take themselves too seriously, and it's a lot of fun. So, just pair them up. Um, I could also sort of pair it up with just um, one of the Blade movies. There's the first one, or the <laughs> second one that's good, right, or right. just pair it up with the shitty third one, and then there you go. There you so. go. Alright, uh, it's it's back in my brain. Um, I would pair this with Peter Jackson's Brain Dead or Dead Alive. God damn, that's a good one too. You know, it, it does have the one preacher scene where he's, oh, I kick off for the Lord. <laughs> but uh, it's such a fucking over the top movie in every way. And it's kind of fucking low budget, like just splatterific fun. Like, I feel like those two movies would play well together. How about Dust of Dawn? Oh, fuck yeah. Dust of Dawn with this. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Jody? Anything. <laughs> Did we just throw everything you were thinking in? I don't know. I mean, if we're going Canadian and stupid <laughs> and earnest, I'm not good at this. I'm going to go with this and yoga hosers because it makes me happy. Okay. <laughs> That's fair <laughs> enough, you know? It's it, not really Canadian, but it means... It, it, it somehow she still pulled way. a Kevin Smith reference. I was waiting for the Kevin Smith reference sometime. Yeah. And we got one in. All right. Hunter, believe in me. Forever. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I fucking thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Fuck yeah. Uh, I would say, as we're wrapping up here, uh, for those listening out there, keep your eyes peeled. Um, we will have more screenings here in Richmond, at, at possibly at Strange Waves Brewing. Uh uh, to come in the future, uh, uh, check out the website. As soon as we have it set up, we po- we try to post it, give everybody a little heads up. So Yeah, gypodcast.com, uh, info on there, um, Beautiful Disasters podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Other than that, you know, keep... You know, keep listening. Yeah, can give us any kind of feedback. You know, we appreciate any anything, any feedback or any suggestions. We're always up for hearing, hearing what everybody wants to know. Uh, ne- next episode, I will have uh, a report uh, of of a, of a movie that uh, Hunter has assigned me. Oh, I introduced you to the trailer tonight. Oh so. God, it's gonna be a <laughs> That's shit show. Great that you said, "Oh God!" By the way. So. <laughs> oh. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm the Groots. Fuck you, Hunter. Yankee Blue Jeans. All right, thanks. Peace out. GUIPodcast.com We've got a brand new event for you in Richmond, Virginia. Geeks Under the Influence Network is teaming up with the Circuit Arcade Bar in Scott's Edition to bring you off-the-wall movie nights. On May 31st, at sunset, we'll be playing a video game-related movie against their giant whitewashed wall in the parking lot outside of Circuit Arcade Bar. Drinks are allowed outside for the movie. Just be careful not to have them around the cars in the lot. It's 21 and up, and it is free. So come out and enjoy some video game movies with Geeks Under the Influence. If you mention the event when setting up a tab, you'll get four free tokens. This event is weather-dependent, and lawn chairs are encouraged. See you there! Hey, Geeks, do you love trivia? 
Do you love Geeks Under the Influence? Well, you can get both by coming out to Geeks Under the Influence Trivia every first and third Monday at Fallout, 117 North 18th Street, and every second and fourth Tuesday at Wonderland, 1727 East Main Street. It's the same goofy, shit-talking fun that you enjoy from Geeks Under the Influence in trivia form. So it's a way for you to get your drink on, learn a few things, and hang out with Geeks Under the Influence. So join us every first and third Monday at Fallout and every second and fourth Tuesday at Wonderland. Links are on the homepage at GUIPodcast.com. 